0: Hey, everybody, it's Dennis O'Brien back again on Let's Talk About It. We've got Susan Johnson here uh, at the table, along with our very special guest, chief, former chief, anyway, Lloyd Niles of the Wyndham Center Fire Department. He's been with several. We're going to talk about that. He's also a recent, uh, recently elected to the Firefighters Hall of Fame of the state of Connecticut here in two- 2023. There was a big event down in... Uh,
1: Southington. Yes.
0: okay, and so, I missed it. Yeah, but As I Susan went. was there. I
1: went with our grandchild. Catherine Kidd, who is now an EMT, Emergency Medical Technician. Uh, Congratulations to Catherine Kidd for doing that work. But she was enthralled to be there to see one of our people from Wyndham. And I am just so proud and give you great congratulations for this amazing honor becoming entered into the Hall of Fame for the Firefighters. Wow. That's really, really impressive, Lloyd. So congratulations. Thank you. It's fabulous.
0: He was nominated by a guy who's a good friend of mine, Stan McClure.
1: Oh. And I know
0: you guys are real good friends, but Stan and I coached together in little league about I don't know, seven, eight years ago, maybe nine, yep. when Colleen was playing little league, his daughter. And he is a great guy. I can still remember him, you know, sitting in on batting practice and playing shortstop, and making those throws over to first base. But he is a good guy. He's a good, good person to have a friend as a friend. Yep.
1: You know, and I know you
0: appreciate him nominating you. I do. Him in his department, Yep.
1: That being said, there were a number of people there honoring you all, including the lieutenant governor Bicewitz and uh, our United States Senator Dick Blumenthal, and so many other people who were there who really uh, did a great job of uh, talking about all the things that our firefighters do to protect us and keep us safe and stop us from fi- having a, a real disaster. Uh, So, and you have done amazing work over the years, Lloyd, and it's just been uh, phenomenal. And you know what, here you are, a volunteer, and you and the volunteers and the paid always go out there and and risk your lives in these circumstances, because fires are very dangerous. Yes, they are. And they're very, very, you have to really have amazing training to be able to be part of trying to get that fire out. And so tell us a little bit about some of the positions that you have been in over the years. And, uh, you know, what led to this fabulous honor.
2: I started out in 1970. Well, I started out in Rhode Island at 14, then we moved to Wyndham. Joined the North Windham Fire Department, became Deputy Chief of Training, President, and then moved to Wyndham Center and went up through the ranks to become Chief. Been uh, Wyndham County Vice President for two terms. This is my second term. Actually, I was involved with the Hall of Fame when it was first created back in 2007, 2008.
1: Amazing. So that is, uh, that's, uh, and so I th- I bet we're, you're probably the first who's been nominated from Wyndham.
2: Yeah, true resident of Wyndham. Chief Walsh is, is in the Hall of Fame. Uh-huh. He he was nominated. It's a Harford guy, right? Yeah, he,
0: the, he
1: was what,
2: the, what, the chief of, yeah. here. Here.
0: Yeah, oh, was, oh, I know, I yeah, know. But yeah, he was, but yeah. he was but he he a Harford He's a, a Harford guy. He was a Harford guy. He used to live in Harford. I don't know if he still right. does. And yeah.
1: His son also is yeah. in Harford, I think. He's yeah. yeah. a yeah. firefighter.
0: He's still kicking around. I see him on Facebook. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: So, yeah, I'm the first one from Wyndham, so that's
0: that That is a real honor, because we've right. had some, you know, really outstanding firefighters yeah. from Wyndham. You know, and I can name 20 of them. I mean, uh, amazing. And and you were the first to be uh, nominated and elected to the uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah. That is an incredible honor, Lloyd, and uh, we're all very proud of you.
2: Yeah, I did a lot of work on a state level. I mean, back in 2000, 1999, I sat down with Chet Haber, who was the director of Hartford County, and I said, Chet, we got to bring the fire schools together. We can't be going this direction. we got to go to Hartford, one voice. Wonderful. That is such a great and, thing. And Chet said, well, let me think about it, because you know how the fire service is? It's sure. Very, very protective. Yeah. So he called me back in a couple of weeks and said, let's do it. So we went through the, actually, it was Governor Rowland at the time, maybe all, all the appointments, and brought the fire schools together, started an educational committee, which I'm very proud that's still very active.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So that was a really boost for the fire service. Because when we went to Hartford, it wasn't Dennis asking for something and Susan asking for something and me asking for something. It was the fire service the schools in general,
1: And you have that voice, and of course, you've been instrumental in working over the last, uh, what was it, 20 years or so in getting uh, the Eastern Connecticut uh, Fire School, that fire training school here. It's a beautiful job, and I was glad to be a part of helping, and of course, uh, Dawn Niles, uh, Councilwoman Niles, and also a woman who uh, worked at the Capitol and uh, worked on this issue, With uh, especially when I got there with uh, Speaker Eric Simowitz, worked very hard to make sure that we finally got that beautiful fire school that we have.
2: I don't want to take any thunder away from me, but Dawn is only, a lot of people don't know this, she's the only non-legislator that's got an award from the Connecticut Firefighters Association at a convention.
1: Well deserved. She was on that, on, yeah, that, yeah. on that, on Ever, that. For the whole time that I that yeah. she was there and I was there together, every year we got together. We got together with the firefighters uh, all throughout the state and worked on fire schools, fire training schools all throughout the state. But getting this one here, since we're the only one in eastern Connecticut, it just goes to show you that what I always say about Wyndham, is we are the education center. <laughs> we got a fire school. We got a university, a community college. With the hard work
2: of you and. Walter and John and May and Don Williams and everybody that come together, yeah, we had the state-of-the-art school.
1: Yeah, we sure do. It's it beautiful. is
0: certainly a state-of-the-art school. I mean, I recall, Lloyd, when I was, for a while there, I was uh, representing the fire school. You recall that. You were, I think, the, the vice president. At the time, yeah. Jim yep, Wino was the president. Yep, Jim Wino. Great guy. Yep. And and um, we had that uh, nice piece of property over <laughs> along the river, but the buildings were, you know, yeah. No, they they had been weathered. They they, yeah. they had been uh, there a long time, and you needed a replacement. In fact, for a while there, I think you were only leasing the property. Yeah. And then the lease expired, and um, oh, there was all kinds of, of, of things that went on, and somehow uh, somehow they did get a, a, a lease, right? Or they bought it. Yeah. Once the once, the
2: major, He passed away. His the son God. passed away. That's right. And then they uh, they purchased. The Masher
0: family owned that, that land, yeah, and yeah. you had a nice. I mean. You know, as I recall, your you had a nice deal with them. It wasn't that expensive, but but there was always the the threat. Yeah, Whenever exactly. you're a tenant, that you could be yeah. kicked out. And there was a lot of <laughs> yes, yes. There <laughs> was. I know there was a lot of uh, a lot of a lot of nervousness over there, because I used to go over there all the time. And then I later became judge of probate. And when Mr. major passed away, I was involved in the estate. I had to be careful because of my involvement with the fire school. But I, uh, one thing I did learn over there. Uh, um, going to the meetings over there was what a great group of people they were, and how hard they worked and how how much they wanted the uh, a new building, and, and maybe in the same location or maybe not. We they, were,
2: we were very close to moving out of there. We had uh, two two places to look at one in Franklin, and then one on uh, Cross the State Garage with a housing complex. Yeah, but it's really where it should be.
0: It is. It's, yeah. it's, it is. Uh, it's a gorgeous spot. Yeah. It's it's Fire School Road.
1: Yes, yeah, really and, and
0: I remember the first time I went there, I was like, "Wow, this is all back here." <laughs> but then, and then when Dawn took us over, oh, she took me and Randall and Tom DeVivo over there to see it, the new the new school. Yeah, uh, and I had never seen it, and I went, "Wow, this looks like the Yukon." You know, it's, I mean, it's just incredible. <laughs> yep. and and it's a real tribute to you and. And Dawn and Susan and Linda Orange. Orange. Oh, yeah, Linda Orange. Oh yeah. I can't yes. leave Linda Orange out. Yeah, I can't leave and, out. and and, and uh, you know, all these all these people. And there was a guy up in Mansfield who uh, Al Hawkins. Al Hawkins, yeah. Right. I, I actually had a chance to work with Al Hawkins not only with the fire school, but when I was town attorney in Mansfield, he yeah. was on the town council. Yeah. So he's you know, he was a real go getter. And uh, you know, he made it happen and it's just uh it's just an incredible place. I was just talking to a guy the other day. Up at the pool in, in Mansfield, who said he supplied the rebar for the for the building. Well, yeah. His name is Ray, and 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 uh, you know and he was talking about the tremendous uh, design of the building and yeah. how 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 it's the way it's set up the the rain, uh, you know the drainage and everything. It's just, it's just beautifully engineered.
2: And another good thing for the fire school was that in the history of the fire school, there's been six presidents, five of them are in the hall of fame. No, oh, wow. that's that's amazing. Five out of the six are in. Wow. The Is Jim
0: in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Oh, fantastic! He's yeah. a, such a nice guy.
2: Doc Howard, Jim Wino, wow. Al Hawkins,
0: Billy Ibris and myself. Oh yeah, yeah, Billy. I know Billy. Yeah. yeah
2: so that, that's that's an honor too. So.
0: Oh, that's fantastic! That's a real tribute to the Eastern Connecticut firefighters.
2: But a little bit about the the uh, Hall of Fame. It's so it's really what you do for the state. They take ten firefighters a year yeah. out of the whole state.
1: You're right.
2: It started in nineteen ninety nine. So in nineteen ninety no. 2009, 2010, we took five firefighters that passed away and five firefighters that were still alive. We did, I think they did that for the first three years. And like this year, I believe there was two. It was two that had passed away, and the other eight were. But still you gotta think, that, that 10 firefighters out of the state and they get one from Wyndham, not because it's me. And my goal is, as the Wyndham County Vice, is to get more people from Wyndham, Wyndham County into the Hall of Fame. Right. That's that's going to be one of my accomplishments.
0: So how many members are there now?
2: Well, there's uh, can,
0: start. start can't be too many.
2: It started in 2009. 10, ten a year? It's, yeah, no, sometimes, let's say 12 a year. Cause yeah, sometimes we go it, over Yeah, yeah because, of, so say 12, and uh, this is what, 2009? Uh, 14 years. 14
0: years. I can't do that kind of math in my head. But it's not much. No,
1: no. No. It's not much. No. no, but it's a wonderful honor. And it's, and it's, it's a great thing to make maybe. To call attention to the uh, to the public service of people who risk their lives to save us, and get that training, and it's it's a lifestyle. It's not just a job. Yeah. It's he a lifestyle. And, well, I'm telling the yeah. people now. I'm not, I'm not saying. I know. I know. Not okay. The, okay. Go we're on right the radio. We're not. We're not. It's, this isn't just between us, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but tell us. Tell us about some of the things as a lifestyle that our firefighters do for us.
2: We put out. 24 hours a day, seven days a week.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Run, run, run the ball. Uh-huh.
1: You're, you know, very, never very know. The availability. Availability. The time. But, the, uh, the, in terms of your work, how does that impact on the on your jobs?
0: When I
2: was working, yep. I was very fortunate because I worked for the De Bevo. Right. And uh, Tom and Tim, anytime there was an incident, go. Yeah. Go. So, you, you know. Yeah. You don't see that today like you did years ago. No. You know, people were on farms and... They drop this and they drop that.
0: Well, that's the hard part. I mean, I, I know I have thought about it. Uh, you know, uh, volunteer firefighters or paid firefighters. It's just uh, t- I'm not the kind of person that likes uh, surprises like that. Yeah. And and say, whoa, I gotta go. You know, yeah. I'm in, I'm in doing something else. Maybe watching a ball game or something. Or you know, that's 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 easy. But <laughs> but there are other things. You know, maybe entertaining uh, relatives. Yeah. Well. Anytime. Yeah.
1: Uh, working on... Uh, you I said you, in, in the article
0: in the paper, you said you uh, your first anniversary. Was on a... a drill know? night. A drill night. You blew off your first anniversary for a, just bro, a drill? Fire chief says, hey... No, you,
2: that's you, dedication, Lloyd. <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta draw a line in the sand.
1: <laughs>
2: so we went on Tuesday night, but not to get off the subject, and I said this at the speech in, at the Acrotep, and Susan was there. If it wasn't for Dawn. And I'm saying this, for every firefighter, if you don't have the spouse to support you, it's not going to happen. Absolutely. It's not going to happen. It's
1: true. It really is a family yeah. event thing. And uh, Don, of course, has been very active as well, working with you at the Winn Fi- uh, Center I mean, Firehouse.
2: We, we got to the point where we wouldn't even go out on New Year's Eve because the times we went out on, on New Year's Eve, we'd start heading down there. Yeah. Sorry. We're not going out. So... Yeah, Yeah. well,
0: I know, I remember when Dawn first got involved, and it was and, quite and a while ago.
2: It was tough for Dawn because she came from a family of politicians, but not, not a family of the fire service. Definitely
0: a family of politicians. So her to adjust to the fire service,
2: it was a tough adjustment, but you know what? She's been behind me 100% all the way. Well,
0: you know what? All of, these, all of the organizations that I've ever belonged to, whether they're political or not, there's always politics. And, and you know, you tell me, tell me I'm wrong but 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 I mean there is no matter what it's not the same it's interacting with people why do we do this local politics? We do it because we want to help people. Same same thing, same it's reason just, why you're doing it, Why you're doing it a different way. There's just as so much politics in the fire service as yeah. there isn't a call <laughs> all. Well, let me just there say that. politics and families. Speaking uh, of
1: politics, I have a citation from the Connecticut General Assembly to you, Lloyd Niles, and it's from me, uh, from Representative Patrick Boyd, who we know is also active in the fire service yep. out here. Yep. It's also from Representative Gregory Haddad and Senator May Flexer. And it says, be it hereby known to all that the Connecticut General Assembly hereby offers its sincerest congratulations to Lloyd Niles in recognition of being induced into the, inducted into the Connecticut Firefighters Hall of Fame. The hard work, dedication, and professionalism you have demonstrated in receiving this honor have set a fine example of public service. Your strong character and leadership are a reflection of the very best and brightest that Wyndham Center Volunteer Fighter Park has to offer. This recognition is a testament to those who bravely put on the uniform and risk their lives to save those in extreme danger. Congratulations on this tremendous honor, and it's from the entire membership who sends its very, very best wishes on this memorable occasion and expresses the hope for continued success given the sixth day of April, which was the day of the uh, event event. that you received the honor at the State Capitol and it's signed by President Pro Tem Marty Looney Speaker of the House Matt Ritter and Secretary of the State Stephanie Thomas so congratulations Lloyd I've been meaning to give this to uh, you sorry. and uh, and uh, it's, it's really great I'm so honored to be able to do that and uh, so pleased that we have you and my district <laughs> yes I like
0: that part about the strong character he is a strong character always has been yep mm-hmm. and uh, he, oh, he, you know Lloyd uh, tells it like it is well, I'm starting to mellow. You have mellowed a lot, Lloyd. <laughs> but you, 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 I don't want you to stop telling it like it is. No. We need people to tell us. Yeah. Uh, we, we were in politics. When I was on the town council, every once in a while, Lloyd would show up at the end of the meeting, and give us a suggestion or two. And I still do. Well, <laughs> oh, I, I'm so sorry. I'm missing out on all that. <laughs> I think I, you know, I am considering running again for the council. I, Did uh, you hear that? I heard that. It, it, you know, it all depends on my health. And it all depends on uh, what I do with my uh, my work. But uh, I miss it. I must say I miss it. And, um, you know, And I think uh, we've done an awful lot in this town. There's so many people, like the fire firefighters, the police department, the town council. There's, there's well, so many people, the volunteers, the people who do Third Thursday, that do so much for this town. And most of them don't do it for much recompense at all, if any. And it's just fantastic. This is a great town. Right, Lloyd? It is it's-
2: Glad that I moved
0: to this town. Yes, we are, too. Okay. And we're glad to have you. Yeah. And we're glad to have Don And, and uh, you know, the town is just uh, special. I mean, we have Matt Rupar, too. Uh, and right, he, Matt. <laughs> and now he's living in Wyndham, uh-huh. which is great. He's moved to Wyndham. He used to live in Chaplin? Yes. Okay. So Matt's a Wyndham resident. He knows that he's better off here in Wyndham. And one thing, one thing I, we like about uh, Wyndham Lloyd is uh, we know that if we have a fire or, or any kind of an emergency that the firefighters are going to be right there because yep. we experienced it. And you know that you remember that. I remember that night very well, Susan. Oh, yeah, we
1: uh, we certainly do remember that night, and we know that without the good good work of all the firefighters here in this region, that that house wouldn't have been saved. And uh, so our daughter's house was on fire back in two thousand six, just before Thanksgiving, and uh, she fortunately made it out with the baby because Katie was just six months old, and uh, the dog actually was part of the alarm system, even though she had a talking alarm and and. and a, and a dinging alarm, all kinds of alarms went off. Uh, and then I got the call, we're all okay, Mom, don't worry. And then she says, my, my house is on fire. I go, I, I go, I'll see you in a minute. then <laughs> I, I, I scream. Had become,
2: <laughs> I, just, I had just become chief in uh, uh-huh. 2006. Mm.
0: We, we had,
2: you were very fortunate to be under the direction of Chief Palmer.
0: Yes, yes. yes. We, yeah. were, we were uh, living right around the corner, as you know. We immediately jumped out of bed, got our clothes on, ran over there, and the firefighters were there. Yes. And, and more and more kept coming, including yourself Yes. From, from the windows. And it was it was just a pleasure to watch them do what they did to save the house. And we were able to, because of them, we were able to, uh, you know, they were able to reconstruct it. And, and it's better than ever, actually.
1: Well, it's a wonderful house. I don't think you have a more modern, uh, energy-efficient Victorian home anywhere.
0: Right. <laughs> well, for you and Susan,
2: I mean, that's. a... Uh... That was hot stopping. Yes, it was. Yes. it
1: was. Yes, hot it, was. Oh, yes, it was. was. You come around it the was.
2: corner. Oh my We God.
0: were, uh, we were, we were so glad I to. could uh, it. Couldn't believe it. We were it. so glad to see you there, no. and 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 many other people that we knew. But but it was a, uh, it was a good uh, way to see the um, fire service in the whole town and even in the region in action.
2: I was walk. I was leaving that morning, and Dawn says, "You know whose house that is." Yeah, right. I said, "No." <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> She said, she said, "That's Leslie's house, is Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And as I'm listening to it and listening to it, driving down, his door, it all worked out good. It did. It was it. a pretty it's, outrageous it's, fire. It, yeah. and, 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 and everybody got out. everybody got out. That's the important thing. That's yeah. right.
1: And you know, one of the things, I mean, it came from the chimney, uh, and uh, this is just another warning for anybody that is in a Victorian house, an older house. Uh, the cement between the bricks. Uh, over time has little it wears away and that's what happened in this fire the cement between the bricks the mortar uh, wore away and the the gases from the fire uh, that she had that day inside the fireplace not nowhere else uh, actually got out behind into the wall Dried out the wall, and she'd had a few fires in the fireplace. Dried dried the wall out, and then this particular time, it had been dried out enough uh, where it actually caught fire, even though it looked like the fire was out in the fireplace.
2: In the, in the Victorian house, that's that's the hottest.
0: Yep, the uh, balloon. Uh,
2: balloon construction yeah. it's just you got to be one floor ahead.
1: Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, the, there was one. The side of the house away from the streets, that was the one, that's the part that was damaged the most. But uh, the, the firefighters were able to, I remember going in there the next day and uh, the water was up to, you know, my I guess my calves on my legs. And we we helped get rid of all the water and uh, picked up some of the junk outside of the glass and stuff like that. But it was, it was just marvelous. Uh, show of support from the, the community from the firefighters mm-hmm. to uh to save that house and uh and like Lloyd said the most important thing is uh saving life. And that and that that was great.
2: I mean my last year as chief I had two fatal fires within a month. Oh dear. Uh, where the people were out of the house and decided to go back in.
1: Oh to no. get
2: to, to get their pets. Yeah, well that's and, t- and in both cases neither one came back out.
1: That's so
2: and, sad and, and that's what we're up against. It, it's hard. That is I mean hard. I had to Called Jim Beasley, who was our chaplain, and we had he had to work with everybody individually that was there because
1: that the is that is it's strong. bad enough
2: you have one, but when you have one within two mo- a month apart of each other, it's just
0: yeah. well it's talk hard. about stress. I mean, and and talk about STD, and PT. PT. that could be. Uh, uh, do you have no a, no?
1: It's PTSD, PTSD,
0: STD, <laughs> uh, STP, no <laughs> <laughs> STD, PTSD. Are
1: you really, Dennis? <laughs>
0: all, right, all right, So all right, so I don't know something about something.
1: Post traumatic stress is post-traumatic oh. stress disorder. post-traumatic. I don't know
0: everything. All right, but anyway, post-traumatic. Post-traumatic. It's re- that's a Dennis. real stressful job.
1: Post-traumatic stress yeah.
0: disorder. Yeah, I got you. I got you.
2: Well, that's why we have a chaplain, and it's really good because you know.
0: Yeah, who's your chaplain? Jim Beasley. Oh yeah, I know Jim. Nice guy. Yeah. Right very
1: on the, nice. Yeah,
2: and he, he's really good great. with
0: the. Good right, Wyndham right. Center. Yeah,
2: he was on Oakwood Drive in Wyndham Center. He's really good with the guys.
0: Yeah, he's he's a good guy. He uh, we've experienced him. Anyway, this is Dennis O'Brien and Susan Johnson, and we're here with. Lloyd Niles, uh, recent electee to the Firefighters Hall of Fame of the State of Connecticut. We're going to be right back with Lloyd Niles, Matt Rupar, Susan Johnson, after these words from our sponsors.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Susan Johnson. I'm here with my co-host, Dennis O'Brien, and our very special guest this evening, Lloyd Niles, who has been inducted into the the Hall of Fame for Firefighters. And uh, we're here to celebrate that great honor that he's received and the wonderful work that he's done for our town as a firefighter and also the work that he's done with the state to make sure that our firefighters all throughout the state are being recognized and working together. So we're here to talk to Lloyd about all the great things that he's been doing. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the stressors that occur with our firefighters because they do have huge jobs, and they do come under great stress from time to time because of the circumstances. They're very, very dangerous things, and uh, they do amazing work to save us all. So tell us a little bit more. You've had some really difficult situations from time to time. Sometimes people get out, and they they don't ever go back in, and other times people don't you can't stop them.
2: Yeah, you can't stop them. That's 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 a tough situation. Yeah. Tough situation for for the firefighters and and the family.
1: Yes, yes. Once out, you have to stay out. Yeah. And can't uh, stress that uh, enough. Once, no. once yeah. you're
2: out, don't go back in.
1: And the other thing is, is like we were just talking before we went on break. We also want to make sure that if you got an old house. Make sure that the chimneys, all the uh, mortar is all reinforced. And uh, sometimes, I mean, our daughter with her fire, she had the chimney checked every year. Nevertheless, it still created this fire for her. No so, way I would
0: light a fire in my house. I would never no bother way. with a fire. Mm-hmm. Even
1: though we've got two chimneys, we could have fires. No. There's no way I want anything to do with it, frankly. No. Uh, <laughs> I put candles in there. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and that way, it's you got to If you want to light something up, use a candle in your fireplace. Lloyd,
0: we we talked before about some of the things you've done. I mean, you you mentioned that you thought that your award was based in in large part on, on your activities statewide, but you know you've had so many, uh, you've been so many uh, in, involved in so many great things here locally, you know, being certainly being uh, chief in Windham Center for what
1: fourteen, 14
0: years. years, and I was interested to to see that. Uh, you uh president there for a while. I know Joshua's president.
2: I was president at North Windham.
0: You were president. You were president at North Windham. Wasn't yeah. Joshua?
2: Josh, the current president. He is the
0: current president in Windham Center, and I think um,
2: he's the fourth. He's the fourth, fourth generation. My father, my grandfather, myself, and Josh. Well, no, so
0: that's for, probably it's probably in your genes. Oh yeah,
2: it's in your genes. Once it's in your genes, it's in your genes forever. <laughs> 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 it's, 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 yeah. I, I, I do as much, maybe if not more than when I was chief. Yeah. But I don't have the stress of dealing with You them. don't have the
0: administrative stuff.
2: I don't have the stress of dealing with everybody every day.
0: That's right. That, uh, and yeah, that is yeah. that. That is stressful, too.
2: And, and, and Wyndham Center is very fortunate because a lot of times when the chief gets out, he's he's gone.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: And Wyndham Center, now, we, most every chief that's—
0: Yeah, Mark Herrick.
2: Mark Herrick. I mean, at the time, John Postemsky, is yep. Mark's father. Yeah. All them guys are involved. Dave Light. Yeah. So that's one thing that Wyndham Center has. It seems that the chiefs stay involved. Yeah. And, and it's good.
1: You know, oh, I think it's that's, excellent. That's part of what we are as a town, though, and I think that's why everybody really likes it here is because we all have this sense of community that maybe you don't get in other towns, but having this close-knit sense of community uh, really, really is part of like who people in Wyndham are. Uh, no, no matter what our views are, we do work together and we do work for the town.
0: Yes, that's right, especially in times of uh, difficulty, emergency, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, people come together, and that's... You know that in in this day and age that's so important we need that more than ever now and we need to come together and and, and windham is setting a good example for that but lloyd i wanted to talk in this a little... day
2: and age it's really really tough yes not only is. for the police the fire service because you it's, don't it's know harder. you don't know what you're walking into that's right you don't know it's just
0: well lloyd listen i was talking about if i go out and uh run for office again this year which i might which i might not but if i do I can tell you right now, I'm not gonna knock on anybody's door after dark. No. I'm no, not gonna no. knock on anybody's door in Twilight. No, no. I, I just, I'm just, you know, it's, you know, it's scary. But but it, it
2: is, thick. it is, because we have a policy that, you know, if you, unfortunately, if you call for an ambulance, I'm not going into your house until I get some people there with me.
0: Yep, yep. Because years ago, you just- You just went.
2: You went, but you can't do it anymore because you just know, know what, you, what you're up against.
1: Mm -hmm. And it's the same with the fires. The the materials that are used and the things that are manufactured are also creating problems for health for firefighters, but also uh, the the quickness with which they can ignite. So tell us a little bit more about that.
2: The products today we have today just ignite so fast. It's not not like the, the furniture. The furniture, the way it's built, it's not like it was years ago. So.
1: Yeah. so you don't know what you're walking into yeah, an and you've got then you've got different types of construction too and yeah. hopefully everybody's in compliance with the building codes uh which are based on a lot of the feedback i think from the firefighters and and yeah. uh, people that have, building we have a problems. fire code too yeah, yeah. we have a building yeah. and fire
0: code. state fire code state <laughs> building code yes we yeah. do yeah mm.
1: so but it's based on feedback of what happens to people and some of these yeah. things True. and so you know i remember when i was chairman of regs review uh, they wanted to change some of the building code but they tried to do a little fast and loose thing <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No but we I them I, caught him. I caught him but uh, you know it was how much how much uh, wall space that you have in the con- between the condos right and then they were talking about having the the, fi- the fire sprinklers and then, and then and making everything, the walls thinner, and then they took the sprinklers out and left the walls thin, and I go, ah, 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 ah I caught you. Yep. And then, I just want to talk so a little bit was, about some of Lloyd's other yeah, activities. Yeah,
0: I mean, yeah. you know, we all know, or we should know, he's the uh, chair or president of the dispatch current center. President dispatch current center. president of dispatch center. Current president of dispatch center. You've been current president for quite a while now, mm-hmm. 10 years? It's over ten years. Okay, so that's a uh, that's an important part of our our town, clearly.
2: Yeah.
0: And it's located in the uh, police fire complex. Yeah. As everybody knows, you walk in there, you got the window there.
2: It's all gonna change.
0: Okay, that's that, <laughs> it's, it's all gonna so, change. So we've got changes coming. Talk change. about that. Well
2: we were lucky the legislator and this young lady sitting next to me got us three million dollars. <laughs> yeah.
1: That that's we're gonna
2: mm-hmm. we're gonna redo that whole room. Yeah. That, actually that where you walk in that window it's not gonna be there. It's gonna be the window, the other window. And it's gonna be smaller.
0: Yeah.
2: It's gonna have state of the art bulletproof glass in it, so that good. Uh, as far as the inside, we're changing the inside, all all in the furniture. We're doing a whole thing. We're going to the statewide radio network. Yeah. Which which is good because. Susan had a radio and she was in Hartford, and I needed her. I could just call up her say, Susan, get to, get get back. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So that that's the yeah. that's the great thing.
1: That's huge. That
0: so was that a huge an, part that of the is upgrade under, underway now. Yeah. So the, the construction has started. No the construction has started. You, you still have to hire a contractor. We hired. You a, have a You have an agent for yourself. A, yeah.
2: A, we have S T V manager. A, yeah. yeah. And then we had which silver, silver and petrocelli.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Which they've done work on the jail cells, as you remember. Yes,
0: yes, I recall.
2: We hired them to be the overall.
0: they consultants, yeah.
2: And then we're hiring a construction manager this week. Yes,
1: yeah, so I just wanted to say I uh, thank you for that, Lloyd, and I of course can't do it without Don, and I couldn't have done it without Meg. So all of us, and of course the great work that you do in the dispatch center. So all are Always up there fighting for us. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I am, and, and I and I love to do it because it's. It's really part of the whole – my whole mission is to really take care of the town and the people in it and uh, make sure that I understand everything that's going on so that I can make the changes that need to be made. There and, are little hidden things, you know, in there that you got to get and, back and into. And it's tough for you because when you're up
2: there, you got everybody fighting. You got, yes. you got all over the state fighting, so it, it's tough. It, it is. It is. We really, yeah. we really appreciate really the- It's nice well, to hear I, somebody I, say I, that because yes, it is. It's a lot of people
0: much- think uh, government are running, running anything, running the fire department. A lot of people think it's easier than it is. It's not easy, Mm -hmm. it's not, because everybody has a personality, everybody has an opinion, and um, some of these issues that you have to deal with, whether you're an administrator in the fire department or or at the the dispatch center, uh, these issues are not simple. Mm-hmm. And Susan will add on to it.
2: Yeah. yeah. You, you stick that little infiltrated bill in there.
1: hmm. N- it's momentary,
2: yes. That nobody sees. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. then it's in the whole page and it gets passed. Uh, yeah, yeah,
1: but yeah. You're able to do that. The well, government but, is, but, is not but, easy.
2: I got to put a shout out to the governor. Yeah. For this whole $3 million. I mean, we had a governor's chief of staff, as you know. Yeah. Said, and you don't, you've been up there how long?
1: Uh, no, since 2009.
2: You don't get the governor's chief, chief of staff to come up.
1: No, you don't.
2: <laughs> so, so we were lucky. And then the following week, we had the lieutenant governor. Yeah. yeah. And then one of the problems that we found that we're up, we're up against now is when we applied for the grant, we figured six to eight months mm. to get it. Mm. And all of a sudden, Dawn calls me. She says, Paul Mullins wants it today. She wants what you want. He wants it today.
1: That's, yeah, that's amazing,
2: so, yeah. I got a hold of Chief Scribner, which was, was very, Chief Scribner's the Vice President Association.
1: Yep.
2: He put together the line item that we wanted, and I got a call from May about, maybe two and a half months later, guess what? Mm-hmm. You got your three million dollars. <laughs> I said, what?
1: That's <laughs> incredible. Yeah, That's fast, that is fast. Well, well, that never was, not well, the is, problem
2: was, which we were lucky, and mm-hmm. along with Susan and everybody else, and she'll contest to this. We didn't go in on the legislative bonding. We went in on the governor's bonding,
1: mm-hmm. buried
2: in the buried and that, in the, and
1: that's, oh. that's where you go. Uh, that's what I've been able to do with some other things this, this cycle, uh, to work and go have my, my ideas put in with the commissioners. And uh, this is something that you know they, when the governor wants to do that, you're incredibly lucky that the governor yeah, we, did. we did. You know, and just, but I think because the governor, I want to just say, governor appreciates telecommunications yeah. like no other governor. Yeah. He gets that, and this whole thing with being connected with the state. Yeah. Wow, that is like incredible security for we, everybody throughout here and throughout the state.
2: We had all, we had all the key players, and everything just came together.
1: Yeah. Just, yeah.
2: So it's, now we're kind of you know. We thought we'd have time to plan things out a little bit,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and, and then we didn't, but that's okay.
1: That's okay. You can do it, and, and that's the other thing about this town, and, and people like you, Lloyd, and people who are working together to get things done, they know how to do it, and they know how to get it done, and they know how to get it done well. So, And that's one of the reasons you can get the money, because if they don't think the town can handle it, then they won't get the they money. They
0: won't give it to you. That's
2: right. No, that's you right. Know, going back to what you said, think about the money we got for the library. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Stribble... Right. parking garage Yep. right the senior center yes the dispatch
1: center yes it's yeah. amazing we've
2: been amazing. Yeah. we've been very fortunate yes after whitewater park whitewater white park yep. yeah white yeah,
0: water. We're, yeah we're doing yeah, very well yeah, and yeah. uh you know i think sue's right because they know uh governor lamont is out here quite often yep and he knows that we have people here who can uh get if they get the money they're going to spend it the right way they're going to take yep. advantage of it and he knows we have needs Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he's really good, and it makes a difference who the governor is. That's for sure. Yes, it does. And so, uh, you know, I, he's I've very, been very successful, and he's uh, learned a lot. He handled I thought he handled the COVID. Uh, problem really well.
2: He did. He should get an A-plus on the code. Definitely.
0: I mean, Definitely. He, he came in right he after he came in. Yeah,
2: and he took it, a lot of heat, but you know what? He did what was right. Well, he well, what, you know, how, that's right. That's, that's what right. He, did. He, he did. Who the, would
0: know he, what to do? I mean, you know, I, I, we I, haven't I, faced anything like that But before. you know, you've
2: been, you, you've been a politician. You get criticized by me. You no, right. got criticized by the whole state, some sure, people. Right. Sure. But, he, you know, he stuck to his guns. Yes, he did. Yeah, that's the way it's going to well,
0: be. Well, you know, the thing about the schools, you still hear about that. Still see it on on the internet. People complaining. Why do we shut the schools down? Well, you know what? Uh, a kid gets long term COVID, and bingo, you okay. know, it's going to ruin a kid's life. Exactly. Kid brings COVID home, uh, yep. integra- in, interacts with the family. The older people in the family get COVID. Yep. People are dying. Yeah. I mean, we all know people who have died from it. It's just, yeah, just really, I mean, more than a, a million a fr- people a now. I, we worked with in legal services. We just found out he passed away, uh, in, in, yeah. in, in France. Yeah. And and it's just a. Uh, you know, it's nothing, nothing to fool around with.
2: No, we're three years into it, and Dawn has long-term coverage. That's right. As, as you all know. That's right. Yes, yeah. That's right. And yeah, I, but... I
0: just got my i just got my sixth shot. Me too. As soon as I, as soon as I, I was old enough, and I, I, I've, been I've been waiting. I've been asking, when am I going to get another shot? You can get so, that uh,
1: sixth shot. The next booster is out, folks. The, as you're, you can the, get out and go get it.
2: Because... The future of the fire service, as you asked, Yes. It's going to be a challenge. Yes, it is. It's going to be a huge challenge. Yep. Because you just can't get people to want to, to wanna do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's well. You know, it's hard.
2: It's hard because when you come in, say so you join the fire department today. Theoretically, it's, it's going to be a year before you can actually do anything. Either we become an EMT, we train or them. we become a fire, a fire, fighter one. I mean, so and it's tough. And when I joined, I joined to help my community. Yeah, that's what I got out of it. Yeah. Today is what are you going to do for me? Yeah. What am I going to get out of it? Yeah. And that's that's where we well, have headed. to. You have to live with that. We've you changed the the Our you know what? It's got changed. to
0: help a lot, Lloyd, to have all these former chiefs in Wyndham Center staying on. Yeah. Because because you can't afford to lose those people. Because those people are setting a great example but, for the younger people.
2: But when I joined it, when I joined, you had the older group, you had the middle group, and you had the younger group. Well, there's no more middle group. Yeah. And the younger group is getting less and less, yeah. and the older group is getting older and older.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, right. Well, right. it's the
0: same thing with all the volunteer organizations. I mean, the Democratic Town Committee. It's difficult. The you want to yeah, say something? Yeah. Okay. We'd be okay. You think I'm saying it's a way? <laughs> You could have told me to stay home. Come on, I wanted to be
1: here. I wanted well, you to be here. we want you to be here. I just, I just wanted to say that I think that there are a lot more economic pressures on people today. Yeah. Sometimes when people before, where they were volunteers and they were doing this work, they might. Some people may need two jobs now to get by instead of one. Yeah. So the the amount of uh, time and energy and everything people have to keep their houses going is yeah. is a little bit more demanding. And uh, it's just not. We had more businesses locally now a lot of them are not local uh so we had like we had the mills we yep. had the, so, we had the thread yeah. <laughs> we had things like that back in you're the right. day you, so there so the economy has changed and it, i think it's had an impact on the you're volunteers absolutely right
2: because and i'll take josh which is josh was very active until he yep. had children right
0: yeah that's right
2: he works on a day his wife works third, third shift so you know he's going to do a balancing act
0: yeah
1: mm-hmm. and so that balancing that, act is yeah, everybody got it's, that right. every, it's everybody yeah
0: yeah right. it is different it, 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 you know, the economy uh, coming out of World War II, that's a little before your time, but I remember it well, especially the, when I was a teenager and whatnot, and the economy was tremendous because yeah. the world economy was destroyed by the war and our economy was the only one going. And, and and since then, you know, more and more we're competing with other countries and that, you know, a lot and, and, and it's tougher. Mm-hmm. So, so it's harder and harder and harder to make a living. Mm-hmm. Well, and think- if you don't have the factories, that's bad.
2: The other thing too, when I joined, you had 100, maybe 150 calls a year.
0: Yeah.
2: You're running 700, 800 calls a year now, so that's yeah. you know.
1: Oh my! Why, uh, yeah, why we did, is oh,
2: that? It's just.
0: Does that include ambulance?
2: Yeah, it's yeah. including ambulance. Okay. Yeah. We yeah. did not, in Wyndham Center. We did 94 calls last month. Yeah. Wow. 94 calls to volunteer. That's a wow. lot. Wow. That that's the way a society is going. It's somehow we got to teach people that if you stub your toe, you don't need to call an ambulance. Yeah, yes. And yes. That, yes, yes. Yes. And that's what's happening.
1: That's what's really?
0: The thing. Oh
1: yeah. 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 And, and of course now we have. Also I got a headache. Been, we've gone through.
2: Uh, <laughs> I got a headache. I got to call the ambulance. So we go. We pick the lady up that's got the headache. Yeah. Or the husband. Go to yeah. the ER. And you learn <laughs> and follow him up in the car. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So it's, yeah. A, it's,
1: it's
2: I, I don't think don't... I think the future, future fire service is going to end up being the volunteer. I would say in the next ten years it's going to be. Yeah. Well, it's going to be going. Cool. You gonna
0: think gonna be, you think it's going to be all paid for? I, well.
2: Partially. Yeah, like
0: Mansfield? yeah, something like Mansfield.
2: Which is a sad day.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: You gotta look you gotta look at reality. I mean yeah. you gotta look at it. I mean
1: Oh, yeah. There's got to be a way to maybe you know, like there, we had a service induction, you know, in the military. Maybe there should be community service induction instead. Well, it's where the way, kids would be yes. able to get free college and that that's kind of stuff. That's a good. Stuff. That's a good idea. You know, nationwide. Yeah.
0: Go into something. not necessarily the military, but something fil- like the fire service, fire or, the, service or, the, to, or the police department, yeah, or something like that, yeah, yeah. to provide service at a low cost. Right. The one thing yeah. Josh
2: has been working on, and I mm-hmm. know that and Susan can probably elaborate a little more that The state, led by Pat Boyd, is trying to get it taught in the re- in the re- technical schools. Yes. Oh yes, yes, yeah, yeah. And, and hopefully, it, once it hopefully goes to the technical schools, maybe they can get it into the sure sh- into the regular schools.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've also have the EMT taught, uh, uh, lessons in our high school as well. Yep. That uh, Chief Scrivener has been working on. Uh, and of course, uh, unfortunately, Dr. Bookbinder passed away. Yeah, that kind of kind of put an end to it uh, for so far. But yeah. hopefully, we'll get somebody else to step up yeah, and I mean, like do it, that you know,
2: work. Ellington. Yeah. Ellington. They they run their ambulance. Mostly all the kids coming out of school, the kids the EMTs, yeah. they get to go.
1: Yeah, and our so. grandchild EMT now. Yes. Granddaughter. Granddaughter. Granddaughter.
0: She's not a baby. All right, Grandma. Oh, she's always, she's always <laughs> Grandma's baby. But every time she says, <laughs> "Thank you, Lloyd." <laughs> tra- hey,
1: Lloyd knows. Lloyd knows. She
0: would call you a grandchild if your grandmother was around. <laughs> he has, he's
1: not a child. He's a he's a
0: man.
2: no, <laughs> no my he's a grandson. Know we got three of them, and they're all grand. Oh, yeah, are all well, yeah,
0: but very lucky. <laughs> yes, exactly. Boy, those kids are getting older now. Yeah, All right, we're coming back. Time is, time is <laughs> passing by. Yeah. Anyway, we've been real pleased to have with us today. I'm going to call him Chief. He's not the Chief anymore. Once a Chief, always a Chief. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. People told me when I left the court, once a judge, always a judge. That's correct. Chief Lloyd Niles, he is uh, honored the whole town by becoming the uh, uh, inductee of this region to the Hall of Fame of, of Firefighters in the state of Connecticut, and uh, we're really, really proud of him. And, Lloyd, we're glad you could find the time to come down and talk to our listeners about uh, y- yourself uh, in terms of being a Hall of Famer and also a firefighting uh, service, and uh, especially here in Wyndham, Connecticut. It's always
2: a pleasure, Dennis. It's great,
0: great to have you. Oh,
1: thank you so much. Great to
0: have you. We've got soon. to have you back sometime. Yeah. yeah. We got, i got a lot more questions, but we're running out of time. <laughs> That's the way it usually is. I,
2: I always have time. All, All right. Well, okay. Yeah. That
0: would be great. All right. We'll be back next week with another great guest. Don't forget to tune in. It's Dennis O'Brien, Susan Johnson, Matt Rupar, and Chief Lloyd Niles. Thank you for listening.
1: Have a great week.